Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have built this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've done today. Welcome to another episode of the Eyes of Ricky Rocky Creed's Tiger. I forget what the fuck this shit's we called. We should rate this down one day. <laughs> I always forget what the fuck this one's called. Um, <laughs> our Rocky Retrospective Show. Uh, this is Evan, the third host, and I'm joined by always on this show by Double D. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Ladies and gents. Um, so, I was telling you earlier that uh, I didn't quite even figured this out to maybe two episodes ago of our shit that um we came out on episode 60 70 80 and this will be episode 90 uh so it was a every 10 episode thing so um definitely wanted to repeat that and this also is the the the, uh, beginning of the countdown to episode 100 of the true stories based on fiction podcast network so any any uh um Ideas what we're gonna do for a hundred? No fucking idea. Uh, hopefully we can at no least plans. No There's plans. No plans. That's why it's a countdown. We're countdown to get a fucking idea. Um, hopefully we can kind of recapture the uh, the magic we had on a Christmas episode. Well, and it sounds like it maybe should be a rocky one. Yeah, I mean that it probably won't be a rocky one because uh, son of a pop. I don't think that uh, that Brian would think. Too kindly of that, because like Brian doesn't like the fact that there's any other shows that he isn't on, although he can never record. <laughs> I know I can't record, but if I can't record, nobody can. <laughs> so yes, because because uh, it's gonna be the 100 episode, and then we've had more episodes of True Stories based on fiction than any of the other shows. It's only right that that one is one that we celebrate. Well, I think you should bring back everybody. Besides one person <laughs> who's bad. By the name of Ashley Ann Wortman. the first and last. Because she's never coming back. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure if I'll just have, like, the other uh, hosts record some shit and we'll just paste it in there somewhere. Or if we'll call them via Skype and record with them. Um, so you can record through Skype on this? Yeah, that's this is high tech shit. <laughs> not not on this program we're using here, but on like there's a, a program that I have on my computer called of all things MP MP3 Skype Recorder. So for any Skype call I do, Skype audio calls at least. Um it automatically records that audio. Then I just copy it and paste it into this program called Audacity, then I add in like the, the intros and all that shit. That that sounds very technical. You would think so, but uh, I have no technical know-how whatsoever. That's why some episodes sound great, others sound like shit. But um, th- th- that's actually pretty easy to do. The uh, one one of the shows on the network, in no particular order, um, my co-host on that, D Mac, he's all the way in Texas, so there's no way that we're gonna uh, be be in the same room and record ever. So yeah, every time we record, I do it via Skype, and then I just put it all, all together in post. Same thing with Finn. Uh, uh, with PICs on, on LSD, she's only freaking move, but still, um, it's not as convenient to have people come over and record for me because, like, inside baseball, it may not look like it because I'm not a neat freak, but my apartment was dirty as fuck before you got here. And now, now, and the studio's fucked up, but it, but the fucking living room and the hallway was there's all kind of shit there. So you did a mad dash cleaning. Mad dash. <laughs> I'm on my way. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, my. <laughs> you're like some in a sitcom. Right. In comparison, if it's done over Skype, I could be my fucking underwear. And I, put, I had to put on pants. But if it's via Skype, I had to put on clothes. I'm not clean. I just have to turn, click some buttons, record, boom. I wish I could record every podcast via Skype. I really do. Well, I will try to download Skype and we can see if that works. Someday. Yeah, maybe we can record when I'm on the road. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that could definitely work. Yeah, because like, because you are on the road a lot for your job. The only problem with Skype though, 
The Skype recording program is flawless, but Skype as a program is fucking trash. Every time on the main show, true story, true story is based on fiction that would do like um uh a interview like with, all over a comic book person. Skype either drops a call, it cuts out, there's like lag time. Um, because we did an interview with a guy who wrote Deadpool for a lot of years named Danny Way. And he's from, well, he lives in Hawaii. He's from Michigan, but now he lives in Hawaii. And we had so many fucking lag, lag issues on, uh, and it took like eight hours to do all the editing, get as good as possible. Unless Skype wants to sponsor us and then we will retract everything we just said. And that's the only way, Skype. Otherwise, fuck you. <laughs> but now Skype's gonna work even worse for us. But if someone's local, cause, cause also inside baseball, and we're we are, we will get to Rocky in one second. I promise, peeping audience. But Randy and I did a recording that may come up this month. I'm not sure yet. Of our top five favorite wrestlers. Um, actually, it turned out being top three. But Randy did that via Skype. And we had no issues at all. So I think, depending on how far a person is, that could be a factor in terms of their signal. Because it says always that I have good signal. So I would imagine if it says I have good signal, it has to be on the other person's end. And by the way, talking about wrestling, R.A.P. Mean Gene. Mm-hmm. Um, not to speak ill, 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 not to speak ill of the dead, but I, I've never like a Mean Gene fan. He's before my time. Oh, he was. He was my. The main thing, I think one of the best he interviewed Randy Macho Man Savage one mm -hmm. day, and it was just so freaking great. Randy Macho Man Savage didn't even know what to say because <laughs> me and Gene just asked all the tough questions. Really, the fake wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> when Hulk Hogan talked to your wife Elizabeth, how did you feel, Macho Man Randy Savage? Yeah, um, when when I was a kid, he was there, but he was so old. I paid him like n no attention. I was always more uh, drawn to like the like the younger commentators and like and and, and, and and like their style of doing like interviews and commentary. So were you uh, like like wrestling when like The Rock was around? Yeah. Okay, so that, that was I, your time. So it was like I watched a little back in like the uh, now they call it. Uh, what do they call that era? What we call it, like the Hulk Hogan era. I watched it a little bit, but I didn't start watching like regularly till like '96. So you didn't know Ricky the Dragon Steamboat then? I heard about him in passing because they they always brought his name up for some reason, especially on uh WCW. Well, he was an Intercontinental Champion. Mm hmm. And 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 then now I know that like he had a big feud with uh, Rick Flair. Yeah, in WCW. In WCW, yeah. what's the track? Because WCW until the NWO came was always known to where the old people were. You're 65 and up, you're at <laughs> WCW. Flabby everywhere. Well, I think that was a, a wrestling that Ted Turner made, I think. He, um, bought, he bought an organization, yes. and then, yep, but yep. then he put it on TBS, and all of a sudden it's popular. Yep, yep, And he correct. got some of the older stars... That, yep. So people would watch it, I think. Yeah, because it was the worldwide, the worldwide championship wrestling, and then um, it was also that that was half of it of the shit he bought up, as well as NWA, not the niggas with attitude, of course, but the, the National Wrestling <laughs> Alliance, which I think was um, they were like the founding bodies of all of like of all like the uh, territories, uh, kind of like on some what do you call it? Um, Union type shit. So they had it to where there are different territories in wrestling. So they're therefore on TV, on like public access and shit, you didn't have different people competing against each other. So so, so everybody could eat. But you typically you stayed in your region. But um and like the 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 uh, governing body of that whole shit was a was like the NWA. But somehow Ted Turner bought the NWA and World Class Championship Wrestling and put it on TBS and the rest of history. But like I said, he, he got all, all, all the old guys. And now it's defunct. Yep. Now there's only the WWE. But apparently Cody Rhodes, who, who is American Dream's Dusty Rhodes' 17th child, <laughs> and the second child who is a wrestler, him and some other guys are starting their own promotion that they're saying might kind of... Um, Compete with Vince. 
again. Well, Vince, when I was a kid, it was called WWF, but then, yep. like, the Wildlife Foundation <laughs> got pissed and sued him. Yep. So that was pretty easy. They just put another line at the bottom and didn't yeah, have to change it. pretty much. WWF to WWE to Creed 2. Well, we went from wrestling to boxing. <laughs> um, now, you guys might be saying, didn't these motherfuckers skip uh, Rocky 4, 5, 6, Rocky Balboa, and Creed 1? And you're right, we did. But that's because as we record this, we actually saw uh, Creed 2 together. I think that's the first Rocky, that, that Rocky franchise film that, that we've seen together. Correct. Correct. Yeah, so uh, we figured it's okay because it's our fucking show that we can skip around. We'll still get to all of them, including Rocky Balboa, um, but yeah, we're going to skip around to the most recent in the Rocky franchise, which is Creed 2. Um, so for, in the second here, I'll give a brief synopsis of the of the film, but first, um, it's okay to say this because I'll answer as well. How many times did you get misty-eyed? Um, I, I wouldn't say I had any tears in the I said misty-eyed, bro. I didn't say tears. I mean, it, Emotional, we'll say. I'd say a couple times. <laughs> yeah, at least three or four for me. I was... It, it, we'll bring this up later, but... The first one is when... First Creed or first Rocky? No, the the, the first time I got misty-eyed... Okay, gotcha, okay. Is when he proposed to her. Really? <laughs> and then... She didn't hear what he was saying. That was a good scene. That I mean, I. It was like a special moment for him. Yeah. Because he had talked to Rocky and how am I gonna do it? He was so nervous, yeah. and then like he went through all this thing and she didn't know what the fuck he was saying. A very deep speech together, and I guess because of, of the two of us, you're married, so like that hits you a, a different way. Okay, so we'll come back around all that, but first to give a a very brief plop. Plot synopses, which is something we never do on a network at all, because uh, we give all these fucking reviews, we never tell what the movies are about, <laughs> besides on this show. So, of course, as always, on any show on our network, spoilers can be abound, so make sure, if you don't want to know, don't listen. Well, play it, and put headphones on, listen to something else, so we can get that stream, and then when you're done watching it, come back and play it again. Um, anyway, so Creed 2 picks up a few, probably months, or maybe a year after Creed 1. Yeah, I'd say maybe a year. Yeah. And, um... Several fights. Yes. And while Adonis hasn't, um, been a champion, he did, he did build up his name. And he's, and it's kind of coming full circle with Creed 1. Because I'm not sure if you peeped this when you saw it, but the guy that he fights at the beginning of Creed 2 is the same guy who he lost his car to in Creed 1. Yes. Which was a good call back to the first movie. So, yeah, so it was start off with him about to uh, fight a championship fight against a guy who beat him back in Creed 1 and lost his vehicle to. That we found out that was given to him by his father, which makes no sense in the continuity of that other movies, but we'll get back to that, to that in a second. So, also a call back to the first movie. Uh, his his uh, girlfriend, Bianca, asked him, well, she signs to him, which is kind of cool that they can have their own language by signing because people don't understand that. Um, so she signs to him and asks him, ask him if he took a shit because he remembered the Creed 1. I think before every fight, he had to take a shit because he was so nervous. Yes. So, so he said, yeah, he took a shit. So that's a, a good scene, good line, a good callback to the first movie. So anyway, he fights the guy. He wins the title. So he becomes the champion of the heavyweight boxing shit. Then we then we uh, go over to the fucking Siberia. And uh, we see this very mute boxer. Um... Waking up in the morning, and then we see that his father is Ivan Drago, um, the uh, the Rocky's opponent, opponent in the Rocky Four, which is technically like the Rocky that we should have been speaking about in chronological order. So then um, we see them working out, and then we fast forward again. Well, we're going to fast forward. We move to one of his fights, Drago Jr., and he basically molly watches this guy, beats his fucking ass. And then we see this random black guy, the only black guy in the whole fucking Siberia, who's watching the fight, and he smiles because he's ominous. Then we go back to uh, America, and their time hasn't changed. And we see uh, Adonis prepared, and it gets to your first moment that she got misty-eyed, preparing for him to propose to Bianca. 
So, like you said, he speaks to Rocky, gets some words of advice, and Rocky has a call back to the first uh, to, to the first scene in Rocky Two where he proposed to uh, Adrian, ba- basically beat by beat of what actually happened in that film, which was also like a great callback. This movie is great at callback to the previous pre- previous moments in the franchise, although some don't wind up with continuity. Like him wearing that car back that dad couldn't possibly have given him because dad he's had no problem. <laughs> Mary Ann gave him the car back, but not his dad. Um, but yeah, so then like he proposes to a Bianca. Then we go back and see that uh, like the uh, Drago Jr. fights more fights and he gets an opportunity by this uh, same black guy we saw earlier who's a boxing promoter. Who offers him a chance to come to Philadelphia, challenge Creed to a fight. So it's like Drago versus Creed 2. So then that's when the story uh, kicks in. And essentially, uh, is this the first Rocky movie? No. Like a trope in the, in the Rocky films. Uh, Creed fights Drago the first time, gets his fucking ass whooped, and then he fucking basically uh, almost gets knocked into mental retardation, but then he comes back. So it's a fighter's journey. So he comes back and he beats Drago in the end. And Drago. Hey, I'm surprised he lived. Yeah. I thought he was. I thought Drago was going to kill him, and then Rocky would have to fight his ass. And then Rocky would have died. And then Rocky would have died too because he's an old fucking man. He's old as fuck. He's <laughs> decrepit at this point. I was kind of hoping when I watched the movie, I said, well, no, the kid's going to die. And then now Rocky's got to come out of retirement. He's 82 years old. <laughs> I may be old, but I ain't dead. Now I'm dead. <laughs> so, yeah, so that is essentially the plot line of the major beats in Creed 2. Um, now, now we're going to bounce. All over the place. First, like we spoke of, we first first watched the movie, um, which is the, probably the most egregious plot hole in the movie to me. After uh, Donna's almost gets murdered, uh, <laughs> Rocky travels from fucking to Philadelphia, no, to California. Yeah, I think it was. Weren't they fighting in L.A.? Yes, yeah, something like that. Yeah, 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 yes, 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 because Rocky said, I'm not going to train you, kid, because I want you to die like your dad died. So he has his brother, his half-brother train him in California, and the fight happens there as well. Played by Wood Wood Harris. So Rocky watches the fight at at a restaurant that never has any customers for some reason. (laughs) But he keeps, somehow they stay open. The The mob money. Rocky's running drugs out of that restaurant. He has some heroin. Um, Rocky is able to, at short notice, after Adonis gets attempted murdered, at probably 2 o'clock in the morning, he finds a... a well, it was late, yeah, because it's on the West Coast. Starts like me. <laughs> so yeah. the West Coast and Rocky's on the Eastern Time Zone Philadelphia. So I guess it's not as bad as we thought, because uh, Philly is on our time, right? Philly's on our time, which is and Eastern Standard. California is like four hours behind. Yeah, three hours. So, yeah, so I guess now it's not as bad, but it also it's not, well, as, no, it's, it's not as bad. It's real time, though. I mean, it's but the, because he's traveling back. It still, he takes still, him, got, <laughs> still takes him three hours on a plane. Yeah. So, Rocky is, okay, so. So, basically, Rocky just appears. He, he, he's a black magic. <laughs> some, some kind of Rocky, teleport himself. Rocky got in touch with Captain Kirk, <laughs> <laughs> and he beamed him. He beamed him up to the West Coast because uh, most heavyweight fights in our time, because Brian has some fights beforehand. Probably started at eleven o'clock, ten o'clock at night. Oh, at the earliest, it's say ten, maybe midnight, because like a Floyd fight starts at midnight. Yeah, I think the. The Conor McGregor Mayweather fight. <laughs> I started. I fell asleep. I think it was like 11, 1130 when it <laughs> yeah. started. I fell asleep. It had to wake me up when that shit started. It was so fucking late. So, yeah, okay. So, Rocky sees that Adonis Creed gets his ass attempted murdered. Then he hops on a plane, short notice, Spirit Airlines probably. <laughs> he goes to the airport. But hey, I need the next flight out of town from here to LA. And, and luckily, the next flight out maybe five minutes after he got there, and they were able to get he get there, board the plane, check on bags, check bags, all that shit. He gets there right as uh, Adonis is being treated in the hospital, and they're just finding out what's wrong with him. So he he just got there. 
<laughs> Which that plane ticket must have cost a ton uh, of fucking money. Five thousand. His last five thousand dollars. Yeah, because Rocky's broke now. He's broke because nobody's in his restaurant. Nobody besides Drago. <laughs> yeah, besides Drago's his only customer, and I don't even think he ate anything, did he? He, he, he didn't pay. He drank he a even... shot. He brought his own shot. He, he broke his own fucking Russian vodka. <laughs> his own shot glass. Drank his own shit. I will not give this American who ruined my life no money. I brought my own vodka from Siberia. <laughs> <laughs> so he fucking gives. Uh, so he he, he fuck, so. There's no way this, that that is fucking possible, especially considering what happens when he goes back to L.A. in the future. It took two weeks by train. <laughs> when he got there, he got there from Philadelphia to Los Angeles, California in 15 minutes. <laughs> Although they're three hours behind you, right? It's still the same time. So if it was 8 o'clock there when the fight started, it had to be 9.45 by the time the rocket got there. Because <laughs> it's it. Look, look, man. All like your fiance's all fucked up. His kidneys are failing. His, his he got his brain damage. His ribs are broken. He's all fucked up. Then here comes Rocky. Oh, hey, I just got in for my last flight out. Oh, hey, what's going on, Paisano? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that was some kind of a teleport. <laughs> They expected a lot of us as intelligent film goers to just accept that lapse in time. Yeah, I can look by an awful lot of things. That. <laughs> even, even I was dumbfounded by that. <laughs> because I think every watch we had to stop each other. What the fuck? How the fuck did he get there? Um, but so 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 when he gets there. It turned to a good scene when he walked into the room and said, Hey, oh kid, oh, I just want you to know that even though you got your ass whooped, you're still a good fight. Like, get out of here, Rocky! <laughs> Echoing the scene from the first Rocky movie when uh, Donnie went to jail overnight because when he beat up that guy who called him who, who called him Baby Creed, and then he told Rocky, Get out of here, old man! I don't need you! Also, this is a tangent, but it's related. Uh... Michael B. Jordan is a much better actor in Creed 2 than he was in Creed 1. Uh, yeah, I could agree with that. Because Creed 1 was good despite his terrible acting. I didn't think he was that bad. He was terrible. To me, he was, he was bad terrible. Polly. Polly was Polly was, was good. Pa- or was Polly just that good of an actor that maybe he wasn't even acting? He was just drunk. That's him, yeah. He was actually physically drunk the whole time. Oh, did you not make coming here? You never said, give me. You always give Rocky your best. You never give me your best. And that's uh, one thing, too, I had got a little misty-eyed when we saw Polly's grave. Yeah. Yeah, Polly and, and Agent Grave, one by one. I mean, side by side. And I don't know why he would give a fuck about Polly, because Polly was a racist asshole who never did anything good in his fucking life. He didn't, but he was a great character. He was a, he, he, he was a, he was a um, what do you call it? He portrayed that character that character that character correctly because you hated him, and I think you're supposed to hate Paulie. Well, I think so. I think you're supposed to hate him because he was a piece of shit. He, was <laughs> he threw the booze bottle at Rocky's <laughs> video game. His he was so machine. jealous. He was hypnotized by hatred. <laughs> he threw it in his, in his, in his pinball. Like, okay, that's gonna help. Right, and then he threw he the, showed that pinball machine, and then he broke the Rolex. Right, that Rocky gave him. Hey, yo, Polly, what you doing that for? I did your first woman, Rock! I did your first woman! <laughs> Rocky had such love for him. Polly, hey, Polly, but she was pregnant. You want no pride, That's one of the best things of any Rocky movie. <laughs> he said that Polly hooked Rocky with, with a pregnant woman. <laughs> Which is wrong with so many levels because uh, Rocky still fucked her. <laughs> <laughs> Before you rape Polly's sister. <laughs> um. Yeah, things were different in the seventies. Apparently, raping was cool. I guess. Uh. So yeah. So then. Um. Overall, I, I can say. Uh. I don't want to speak for you, but Creed Two might be, in my opinion. The best of the entire Rocky franchise. In terms of uh, plot, 
in terms of action, in terms of balance, in terms of acting performances, I would say it's the best of the entire franchise. I think it was really, really good overall. Um, now, the storyline, I like some of the other storylines a little bit better. Okay. Um, I think that, I mean, your technology is so much better, so it the fighting scenes look, look, look much, much better. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I think he's a better athlete. Than what Sylvester so? Stallone was when he was younger. Hmm. He he looks like a better athlete to me. Like the way True. he moves. And, and all that might be technology too. You put a little more training into how a boxer actually boxes. Yeah. But I thought the Drago kid was pretty damn good too. He he, he did a lot with his no lines. Well, yeah. He, he didn't speak English. Drago Singer was part of the best he's ever acted. Oh, I thought it was way better than the first one. I will break you. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. If he dies, he dies. I wanted him to say that again. Dude, but he was a dick. Because he, he, he went to Rocky's of a restaurant, and he said, I don't see any pictures of me in your restaurant. Then on the way out, he said, oh, look at your friend. Like, he had some kind of fucked up line he said about uh, Apollo Creed cause as a dead man. Then, during a press conference, he said, you're much bigger than your father. Uh, some fucked up shit he, he said. He was kind of an ass. He was an asshole, Did you expect bro. anything else? I mean, it's been like 20 years. <laughs> More like 30. <laughs> yeah, move the fuck on, bro. Shit. No, I, I get it, but... I, I kind of see he's kind of an asshole. His life was ruined. His wife left him. For the fucking prime minister of, of Siberia. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then blatantly in his face with the dude. <laughs> the dude invited him to a fucking big ass dinner, gave gave the kid a fucking brand new pair of tights, and then his mom came out and he's yeah, fucking your bitch and your mama. <laughs> That's the, I, I was disgusted by that scene. And then did Drago Singer think that, that think that if his son did what he couldn't do, that he get his wife back? Who's I, fucking the prime minister? I think Drago did think. <laughs> <laughs> I think he thought he was gonna get his life back if the other if the son beat Creed, which may okay. Now let's touch on that for a second. I think that the Drago singer Drago Junior's uh, subplot was probably the strongest plot of the movie. That was very strong because that is a plot we've seen time and time again. But it's a good plot making it a trope. Well, like uh, we'll call it a motif because it's positive. Because we've seen that people trying to live through children. Like like the stage moms and shit. Also, his son trying using his son as his own form of of redemption for the shit he couldn't do it in in, in the uh, past. That's things that happen. That should happen in real life all the time. And it's almost like you. I think you you nailed the nail on the head when you said, "If this happens, my life is gonna be perfect. She's gonna come back to me." Right. Um, it'll be like almost like I didn't lose to Rocky. Mm-hmm. And the Soviets will get back together. <laughs> the Cold War Part 2. Yeah. We can't change. You can't change. <laughs> <laughs> A fucking reverse. And then it also show, showed that cause I don't feel like Drago Jr. had any mouse in his heart towards Rocky. Adonis created anybody. He, he was just doing what the dad wanted him to do because that's all he had. Yeah, he was just a fighter. Yep. Kind of like Drago was in the first one. He wasn't... He was just out to beat the shit out of people. Right, because... He, he didn't seem like he was angry with America. He was angry because Apollo Creed was all, like... Oh, uh, talking a lot of shit in the press conference. Remember that? A little bit, but I didn't... I didn't feel like... he There was anything beyond just... That small little portion. He yeah. he didn't hate America. It didn't seem like he did what he did out of all for his country. I think like he was Captain Russia, like to Captain America in America. Yeah, but he was he was their biggest star. Yeah, but his son was fighting only to for his father's love, and I don't think the Drago Senior and Junior even cared about his mother anymore. He said. She loved us. She loved you. Like everyone else in that room. All he wanted was his father's love and, and acceptance. And everything he did was propelled on that token. Trying to get his father's love and respect. And that means helping his father get, get his, his mom back. Helping his father get his respect, his respect back in fucking Siberia. So be it. But 
I don't think that, that he really cared about anything besides like getting his father's approval. I agree. I agree. So there, there wasn't. He he was a very. I mean, that character is one of the better characters we've seen. Yes. He was very. He, he probably the most sympathetic Rocky franchise opponent that we've ever seen. Well, Tommy Gunn was kind of kind of sympathetic a little bit. Tommy Gunn was, but I mean, it's, he was an asshole though. So like that kind of took away from. He, him. Yeah, he was an asshole to Rocky mm-hmm. later on. I told you what he's gonna do, Rock. I told you what he's gonna do. I mean, but I mean, Apollo was the most sympathetic because you liked. Yes, you liked Apollo, but. Apollo didn't have any, yeah, as the films went on, when Apollo was getting older, and then you could tell that he wanted to get back to the man he, he once worse was, so that was something that was a very re- relatable factor, too, but I think that this kid, uh, Drago, too, who was fucking huge, he was a fucking tank, man. He was a big man. I We talked about this afterwards. And, yeah. Uh, I... Michael Jordan is what? I mean, he's a big man. I thought so. Which I saw fucking Drago. Yeah, Drago is huge. And I, <laughs> we, I, I mean, I looked it up. I Michael Jordan is a pretty big guy. He, he probably 6'3", at least, right? Uh, I don't remember what, if he's 6'3". To the goals. i look that up right now. Because um, he was taller than I expected. Because I thought maybe he'd be like 5'9", like Sylvester Stallone. Right. Um, but he wasn't. And... I questioned the fact that he, he, him and Drago too were in the same fucking weight class. Let's see. To the goals, Michael. Yeah, your internet doesn't work all that well here. Yeah, he, he I look it up because yeah, you gotta get on my Wi-Fi to get anything over here. Yeah, I'm on like world three G. Yeah, my shit's terrible up here. I think it's the trees and shit, but I can't say for sure. With all the leaves on him, right? Yes, yeah. So, yeah I take it back. It makes no sense. Uh, I remember when I was across there. I it was shitty over there too. Was it? I mean, back when I first moved in, it was decent. But then a certain company did something one day, and that shit went downhill. Fucking bastards is what they are. Mm-hmm. Probably, they did it on purpose. And like probably a back bill shooting. We didn't have any. Tangent. I like to think that we are the con- contributing factors of, of him losing. I hope so. I hope that we are the main factors he lost. <laughs> You're welcome, America. <laughs> um, uh, Michael B. Jordan clocked in at six foot even. So that's not a small man. No. But Dolph Lundgren is 6'5". God damn. That motherfucker's a giant too. Yeah, yeah. Original Drago. Yeah. I'll see. Uh, How big is his, was his son? Do we have that? I, Those st- statistics? I probably get it, but I don't know what his real it, name is. Is it Bridget Nielsen? Yep. That broad's fucking tall too. Yeah. I was just glad she was. she got sober long enough to... Act in a movie again. Oh, and congrats on your new baby at 65 years old, uh, Brigitte Nielsen. She had a kid? Yeah. Like, the week like, before the movie came out. Like, she... In real life. Out of her pussy. Like, not like... Not, not, not she on, didn't adopt a kid. Not like on some adoption or fucking surrogate shit. It came out of her pussy. Was it like in vitro or did she have sexual sure. intercourse and got pregnant that way? Yeah, dude. Before? I mean, I... I know for a fact that like she has a paramour who who was probably in his thirties or some shit. He he could be her grandson. Uh, Victor Drago. Hold up. Victor. Oh, that's not his real name. We're gonna find this out. Victor Drago. Height. As if he's a real person. Victor Drago. This seems harder than it should in 2019. I mean, that's mainly because I can't type. He's 6'6". So he's he's seen... I think camera angles actually made him look bigger than <laughs> than that. But 6' to 6'6 six, six is a lot, though. Yeah, that's... That would basically be like somebody 6' compared to me. 
Yeah, because um, you're what, 5'6"? Nah, um, it actually might be a little more. I'm like 5'5". Five, 5'5". Five. Five, five. And then I- I'm 6'2 and a half. Yeah, and you're... There's a considerable difference uh, height between the every side by side. So, yes, and, like, that's about what Creed and Drago were. Yeah, I mean, it, there was... You could tell. Yeah. It... Like, Creed, I mean, like, Drago Jr. can see over Creed's head easily. Um... But yeah, I would say that he was probably one of the most sympathetic uh, villains we've seen in a long time. Um, uh, the uh, the part that I, that I think I actually sh- shed one tear on was uh, when uh, Creed and Bianca had, had her daughter. With the whole hearing shit. Oh, without the hearing. Yeah, whoo, that shit got me, bro. Yeah. That test yep. he had to take? Woo! Yeah. Woo, bro. I could take it. It was more because he was so concerned about it. Yeah. And then Edder taking the test, and then, like, he can see the machines, and she can't see the machine, but, like, his his, his facial acting on that whole scene. Well, and, and it was something you weren't expecting. No. I mean, to me, I was expecting the kid to be fine. Because Hollywood. He thinks they always have, I mean, they always have the She's kids fine. fine. An adult can be <laughs> fucked up, but the kids are always fine in Hollywood. And then, at the end of the movie, like she, like she had the baby hearing aids in, bro. Whew. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a parent. I don't think that's that's you knocking on wood. But you don't pay for any kids. I don't. I don't pay for any kids. But I can empathize. So, you, so to have empathy is be able to feel someone's feeling, even though you are in, in that in that whole in that whole uh, scenario. But I empathize with that whole scenario, bro. You have a newborn baby, you're happy and shit. Then there's a, a possibility baby can't hear, right? Or has some other kind of uh, from birth uh, uh, birth of defect. Whew, bro. I, I, I may have shed two tears. If I'm being honest, <laughs> I had two c- collective tears. You think he was upset because the baby couldn't hear? Us. He's like, "Fuck, my life is gonna be harder now." <laughs> He's like, "This makes being a parent way harder." And some part of himself, deep down inside, you, you know, he had that feeling. I guess. Son of a. Some part of him, deep inside, he he he, he didn't vocalize it, of course. Be like, "Fuck, I got this deaf pussy, <laughs> but I kept it because it was so good. I got a deaf kid." <laughs> Shit! I can learn all this goddamn sign language. On <laughs> the positive note, you can call him whatever fucking names he wants. No, but when that kid's being a little bastard or a little bitch, whatever. I was it a boy? It was a girl. It was a girl. Yeah. yeah. So when she's acting up, you know, he can turn his head and say whatever he wants to say about her. That's true. You're not but, gonna hear it. But he has to turn his head though, because uh, she'll probably be able to read lips. Most likely, but how do you learn to read lips if you never can hear anything? How would you know what how it's coming out? But the thing is, though, uh, so Bianca's hearing is 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 uh, what's word I'm looking for? Well, she could hear before. Yes, and her hearing is deteriorating. The daughter, her hearing may not deteriorate. It might be she's hard of hearing, but she has hearing aids. So she might oh, be so, fine. Oh, so she might hear now and then... With the aid of the hearing aids. Hearing. Okay. Now, now it's going to fuck shit up, though, if in Creed 3, Bianca has no hearing at all. Woof! That's going to be deep, man. <laughs> <laughs> but... Well, we'll we'll go over that bridge when we get there. Right. But also, it, I, I'm not sure, sure if you noticed, but this gives us a, a, a in 20, 30 years from now, like we're probably old and dead. It's gonna be uh, the third, the third of franchise with a uh, crazy daughter. Yeah, yeah, you can probably do it in twenty years. Mm-hmm. Or just fast forward <laughs> to the future yeah. and shit. Um, and Rocky will be like ninety, still fighting. Yeah. Hey yo, you you beat her up, so now I'm gonna have to beat you up with my cane and walk. <laughs> um, Rocky, what are you talking about? You're in the old folks home. Who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> I think that they probably will have a third. It seems like movies are good in threes. Yeah. Um. With the original Rocky, there was one, two, three, four, and then they came out with five, and then Rocky Balboa. So they had six of them. Yep. But it's kind of, the first three kind of go together, the last three go together a little yes. bit better. I agree. I agree. Um, 
even though there's kind of a bigger break in there, but yeah, be, I, I just think threes are kind of a, a trilogies are nice. Yep. yep. And I think that uh, the Creed series is doing everything that they're they're seeing what the Rocky series got wrong and correcting upon it. So I think they will just close out with three. Now, to that point, there's. Go ahead. No, no. Uh, oh, you go ahead. I just don't even know where they could go with it, though. Thank you. Perfect segue. So, like, yeah, that is our co-host synergy. They're saying that three is going to be him fighting Clever Lang's son. <laughs> <laughs> He's going too far to shit now. <laughs> hey, boy. Hey, woman. You want a real man? Re- I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> too soon yeah but Glover Lang was great though he it was, was Mr. T but he treated women like shit I liked it he goes hey woman I'm going to get you real man see I mean I mean you can't say that shit now you couldn't say that on a movie you could say that five years ago you can't say it now I mean there would be outrage if he yes. said that now now I wouldn't mind a Glover Lang appearance but I don't want to see the fucking Creed fight anybody in fucking Rocky Fork their kids? No, it, it kind of went that. We already went that route, right? Once is enough. So where where do you come up with a, another villain? Yeah, a villain that that would challenge Creed in in a good way. Because where they fucked up at in Creed two, Creed should have had some long term damage from that beatdown. Like he should have been kind of retarded, like Rocky was in Rocky two. But. He made a full miraculous uh, 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 recovery because God is good. <laughs> yeah, and it was pretty quick. Too. Yeah, yeah. He didn't go through a lot of. He kind of. He, he had did. A, a couple little things, but then like all of a sudden, nope, I'm over it, and boom. Mm-hmm. They played the fucking Rocky theme, and he, he was good again. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need is that music. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think I mean now uh, with the capable hands of. Ryan Coogler and Sasha Lowe, I think that they can come over a brand new villain that will be a good fight for him. Uh, maybe uh, what they can kind of take it from the headlines too, because you've noticed. Okay, this goes back to the film. Speaking of uh, Floyd versus Colin McGregor, this fight went in kind of the same way, because uh, Dragon Two just got gas essentially. Yeah, just like Colin McGregor got gas and lost, but. I- yeah, and just less rounds, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if they were to do something like that to where they uh, found a box, I mean, maybe somebody, someone like was a UFC fighter who challenged Creed for to like a boxing match. Match. That's where they can maybe go. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. It would be. It would be a nice little. Um, it'd be a twist on things. Mm-hmm. And it's ripped from the headlines. Now, what do you think about this uh, theory? I mean, not, not theory, but this plot point that I thought of. What if Drago Dream becomes Creed's... Okay, what if Drago is to Creed what Apollo Creed was to Rocky? Like like, like his like his sparring partner, like his buddy, like his, like his sidekick. Because Creed, Creed does not have a sidekick. Because Rocky had Paulie. And Rocky had uh, Apollo Creed and his wife. Creed just had his wife and Rocky. Who's kind of Mickey, I guess. Yeah. But kind of like Mickey, yeah. Creed needs like a, um, like a, a fighting a, buddy. Yeah, he needs another sidekick. Yeah. It could be the... A Drago Jr. It could be Drago Jr. It could be the promoter. Oh, yes. Don King. The fake Don King. The fake Don King, whose only uh, friend was Greenbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought he was going to be more of a dick, but he and had more scenes. <laughs> but he really wasn't that big of a dickhead. He was kind of not bad, but he was. You're right. He was all about the money. He was upfront about it too, he was, because uh, he, he, in, in in the press conference, he's like, "Yeah, <clears throat> his father killed Apollo Creed. I mean, uh, Creed Two's father. So now we're gonna have a rematch." When um, then like Apollo, then Adonis. He um confronted him about it. He's like, "Yeah, I did. I do it again, motherfucker. I'm trying to get them greenbacks, player." <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't as big of a dick as the Don King and Rocky Five. No, 
And they, the Dyer King and Dyer Five actually cats. looked like Dyer As a kid, King. I thought it was Dyer King. I really did. <laughs> I, did <too. laughs> I thought it, I, I, you had to look it up and see it's not Dyer King. <laughs> it's like the same dude. Um, yeah, so maybe Rocky Balboa. Do you accept Tommy Gunn's challenge? <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, he'll come back in like this next Rocky movie and like some shit like that. Also. Um, we can't bring back Tommy Gunn because he's dead. R.I.P. He died of AIDS after he was cured of AIDS. He came back. <laughs> he was like herpes. <laughs> he came back. Um, I also did like the fact that uh, Felicia, Felicia uh, Rashad came back and like it, 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 it was a pretty good role in it. It was a pretty big role, I thought. Yeah, because the part one, she had what, one and a half scenes? Are you boxing? Don't you box now, boy! It was way more, and then she had some good motherly advice. She did, she did. Even though it's not his mom. Mm-hmm. Are you pregnant? You eating all that salt? <laughs> you got a glow. <laughs> you got that glow. <laughs> How did she know she was pregnant? W- women know, bro. Woman's intuition. Woman's intuition. Oh, one thing that, no, 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 no I'll say that later. Okay, now, as you did on, on the other episodes, and I don't remember how we ranked them, but we can... Re rank now. So Rocky one, two, three, and Creed two. Uh, what's your what is your list of your least favorite to your favorite out of those four? Because I know for a fact that that's what I did last time. Only the ones that we had. Only the ones. No, I, I I hope nobody's listening this back to back because I don't really remember what I ranked them. If so, could, let us know. That could yeah. You can email me at. The inter- on the internet. T-S-B-O-F podcast at gmail.com. Put uh, Eyes of Ricky Creed's Tiger Paul in the subject line. And then what do, What else? Is there a, a, a Twitter? Yes. Uh, at T-S-B-O-F podcast. And put hashtag at Rocky Creed's Tiger Paul. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm going to go my least favorite would be three. Okay. And then two. Okay. And then Creed two, and then Rocky one. Mm, okay. Um. So two was Apollo, Rocky two, right? Yeah, Rocky beat Apollo, and then three was Clubber Lang, right? Yeah, Clubber Lang, Hulk Hogan. Okay. Um. Clubber Lang <laughs> twice. Yep. Yeah. All right. This kind of. Matched up with three it, it and did. four together. Yeah, it did. Was all the more reason to not have Clever Lane's son also be a boxer. <laughs> was also going to be in the same son. weight class as a Dynasty Creed. Was also going to fight a Dynasty Creed. Clever Lane's sons. He was. I feel like Clever Lane was old during that movie. Even Mystery has been old our entire lives. Mr. T has been. <laughs> and he still looks young. <laughs> he still looks what? young old. How did he get the fountain of youth? He looks young old now. He has an age of days since 1975. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He he still looks the same as what he did at Rocky Three. Which is old as fuck, but... Well, it's old, but like not old for life, really. No, no. It's not, I mean, not old for the earth. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I would say... Rocky 2, uh, Rocky 3, Rocky 1, Creed 2. So Creed 2 is your favorite mm-hmm. as of right now. Yes. Well, we still got some good ones in there. So we got some good ones in there, but at this point, from the uh, films that we've uh, spoken about thus far, I say Creed 2 is my favorite of the series. Creed 2 is also in, in my top three movies of the year on the True Story Based on Fiction year and a review show. Yeah, I, I think in in conclusion, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think Rocky did a really good job of acting. He did. Um, better than most of the times. I mean... Agreed. A lot of times, Rocky does goofy shit, and then he's got all these got weird sayings, and he didn't really have a lot of that. He was just more of a... a, a nice... Sage... Yeah, he he was just he was kind of there. Mm-hmm. Although um, for him, he was he was just a, a nice role model. Although uh, Bianca, just as a lot of women do, uh, 
not to be sexist, but like a lot of women, and once they get involved with you, they want you to give up your friends and family. Fuck Rocky Adonis. Let's go to uh, L.A. But what about Rocky? <laughs> Who? Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, she did. That should make me mad. Also, um, but Rocky kind of just takes it here and there. I mean, he's true. He's comfortable. Mm-hmm. I like the subplot with Rocky and his son, though. He, he kept trying to call him, but he couldn't do it. Yeah, that was that was, that was good. good. And then it had a guy who played Rocky's son and Rocky Balboa play his son in this one. And that was nice at, at the end. Yeah. Do we want to give that away? Yeah, yeah. Spoiler. He did go to his son's house. And, and his son accepted him wholeheartedly. Like, that's your grandfather. Yeah, you know, and I think it just got to a point where, you know, I never understood this relationship. And yeah. How did it get so piss poor? Because it seems like Rocky is there for people he loves. I mean, he was always there for Adrian. I mean, fuck, he, he was nice to Polly. Yeah. All those years. I mean, he was there for Tommy Gunn. I mean, does this go back to Rocky Five? That, that, that's when it all went sideways, bro. When he went a fucking uh, Rocky Jr. chose chose Tommy Gunn over Rocky. He's like, I never forgave you for this kid. I never forgive you. So now I'm gonna get his man AIDS to show you what's up. <laughs> <laughs> so I. I'm glad that that kind of solved. Maybe that can be a little bit more of a plot. Maybe Rocky's son can fight. Oh, <laughs> that would be good. You took my father from me. That would be a good fight, man. He's like injected Tommy Gun with AIDS, <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm gonna kill you in the I'm ring. Kill you. That would be good, man. Rocky Junior versus Creed. But Rocky Jr.'s got to be, he's got to be 40. I mean, if Rocky Ish. was 50, if a Rocky Balboa, wasn't he? At least. Well, but he, he was had 50. the kid, he had the kid in what? Rocky 2. Yeah, Rocky 2. That Which was 70, like 80 or 81. Yeah, or 80, yeah. Let's mm-hmm. just say it's 1982. Yep. If it was 1982, he'd be 37 now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's too old to fight. To start fighting. Yeah, to start fighting. Yeah, you're right. True. Because although in Rocky Balboa, Rocky was 65 then. But he was 65, but he had experience as a boxer. For uh, a, a Rocky Jr. to start boxing at that age is, isn't that uh, logical. That's a good point. Maybe it can just be a street fight. Yep. I like Rocky Five. And then... Because he didn't learn how to fight when yep. he was a kid. Mm-hmm. Rocky Five, The kid beat the shit out of that punk that stole his jacket. Uh-huh. <clears throat> you think he ever... You think he ever had sex with that, that girl? I don't he even know what, middle school, that right? girl, so... I have to watch it again, but I'll say so. I mean, they're in the hood what of if that, What if that girl is his wife now? Dang. That's deep. That is deep. Deep as that pussy. I always thought Rocky, who was it? Uh, the girl that was on the street corner in Rocky 1. <laughs> and then. Who was that little, little fast little whore? And then she came back and was it Rocky Balboa? Yes. Yeah, what What the hell was her name? Maggie, she said Marianne, some shit. Yeah. Didn't she say go fuck yourself, Rocky? She did. In the first one? <laughs> so I always thought Rocky was going to hook up with her. <coughs> oh, ugh. This is, or at least bring her in. Like, I mean, she just disappeared. Then, after where'd she go? She, I thought she was running the restaurant. She was whoring, bro. After all this <laughs> fucking, after all of the recent R. Kelly news, I don't want to hear about Rocky fucking a, a young girl. Well, she's not that young. She was like, she had a kid. She was a teenager, but in Rocky one, she was a teen, a, a probably Rocky, a, a, a no, tween. Rocky one, she was young, but he was a grown man. No, I'm not talking Rocky One, like in Rocky Balboa. That if you know somebody, when you're an adult and they're a child, you cannot fuck them. If if, if you meet when you're already adults, that's different. But if you knew someone when they were underage, you were well of age, you can never fuck them. 
In my opinion, is that that's your your rule? That's your your morality. That is an third your morality. morality. Yeah, that's where you draw the line. If, if they met when they were already adults, so there's an age gap. That's fine. But if you knew someone before they were bleeding from their pussy, and you were already a man, you should not be fucking them. That's your morality. It is. That's called. Uh, that's where you draw the line. Everything else, everything else is fine. That you. Yes. You're fine with a lot of shit, but that's where you draw the line. That's where I draw the line. All right, fair enough. <laughs> that's where I draw the line. I ain't no R. Kelly. Seems like you're ready. <laughs> I'm a little surprised. That's that's where you draw the line. Do that. I can't fuck with that shit. That's sick to me. But she's like a. She's got a kid already. But he knew her when she was a kid. He was a full grown man. With goals in life and, and ambition. So if he would have met her at... What about if he would have met her at 17? No. What if she met her at 18? Yeah. yeah. You're good then. What if she was 17... No. And 364 days? Oh, okay, R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> and then he wants to have sex you with her when, 20 years later know. when she's 40. Nope. I'm not doing it. Fair enough. I saw a girl, uh, this had to be last September, who was a ninth grader when I was a 12th grader. And she's looking kind of good, like, I can't do it. I knew her when she was a child. Cause, and, and when I was 12th grade, I was like, ooh, this ninth grader looks kind of good. Like, nope, she's ninth grade, I can't do it. You probably weren't a grown man. You were 18, were you? Bro, in my high school, it was like one grade down... Maybe two down, one up, something like that. But yeah, but as as a senior, uh, it was taboo if a senior was dating a freshman. Well, yeah, that when I went to high school, freshmen weren't even in the same school. Yeah, and, and that's for good reason. But I, when I was in high school, I dated a sophomore when I was a senior. I did too, Danya Elamine. That was her name. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, what are you talking about? Is that English? Danya Elamine. I'm not gonna name mine. <laughs> We'll um, keep that under wraps in case she's listening. Right. Donnie, which I'm sure she's not. Yeah. I mean, if you're listening, thank you. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, then a friend of mine, he was a senior, and he dated a freshman. Like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? I think that's... When you're a senior dating a freshman, that's a little goofy. Yeah. But I don't think it's... I mean, it's not when you're older. Now, if they met when they were older, yes. I don't think if you do it later on in life because it's... That seems iffy to me. To me, that seems like back I then think... you want to fuck them too. Like, oh man, that girl was 18. Yeah, i never done that in my life. Oh, that girl was 18, boy. Woo-wee. I've never done that in See, my life. I understand your, your, your thinking for like a grown man like Rocky and, and her because... She was a young kid when he She's first like met her, uh-huh. and then he was, you know, I, as they re met up later on in life. But like, if you're a senior in high school and you're like, "Oh, that freshman's good looking," but I'm not gonna do that because she's pretty young yet. Like ten years later, well, she's not young anymore, and just like you weren't a grown ass man, you were just like one year too old. You are you are correct, but I still cannot do it. Because I did want to fuck that freshman. You should. It, in high school, I don't fuck a lot. I can't do it. But now, because I remember that, that then I still can't do it. And she looked better now as a, as a full-grown adult. You should make that happen. Just see how you feel afterwards. I feel dirty. I, I probably had to commit suicide. <laughs> what am I become? <laughs> but, uh, all right, yep. Uh, so, uh, that is the... That concludes this episode of The Eyes of Ricky Crocky Creed's... Tiger. And I'm, I just want to mention one more time, because right, I yeah. think I've mentioned this on multiple podcasts, Okay, but I did see Survivor in concert, the one who sings I Have a Tiger. Oh, uh, yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And just so everybody remembers, they opened with I Have a Tiger <laughs> and closed with I Have a Tiger, because it's early hit. Right. The, the open with I Have a Tiger had, had a brief intermission, and it came back, and then I Have a Tiger, that was it. So... <laughs> They well are well aware this is their greatest song of all time. And and I wasn't opposed to it. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's like, uh, uh, what is this song? Water Break! Yeah, I mean, what else are they going to sing? I mean, I right. think Survivor might have one other song that was decent, but if you're like a one-hit or a two-hit, a three-hit musical group, 
Play the fucking songs that people are paying good money. But is there egos as a, as artists? Like, no, this song, they're going to like this song. At concert, I'll just know it. But at the same time, how, how blessed you are to be able to record, consi- I mean, record consistently off that one or two songs. I would do well, it. I say play them twice. Mm-hmm. If you got less than five hits, you should play every hit twice. Yep. Yep. And then get your money and get out. Yeah, and then play your, other, play your other shit. That's fine. But you should play your hits twice if you don't have that many hits. Yep. Like, there's some... Let's see. I went to see Alabama. There are country music... All right, hopefully you guys know who Alabama is. I don't know who Alabama okay, is. They, they have 41 country number number one hits. Really? Yeah, wow. and they've been around for a long time. Have they ever they, had any uh, ones on the Hot 100 overall? Um, I'm not sure. Okay. I think you would know a couple of their songs. Yeah. Song of the South, I don't know if you've ever heard that. <laughs> that sounds racist as fuck already. It's not. No, it's not. It's Anything not, Song of the South sounds no, racist as fuck. They talked about white people being Democrats. The old Democrats before it flipped. No, they're not that old. <laughs> so anyways, they had 41 number one. You can't play them all. No. So they're not playing two of them, but... Yeah. Survivor? Wow. Play it. Play out of the tiger. They should have played it in the middle, too. Yeah. Of course. I mean, at a certain point, you have, you have to be cognizant of the fact that you're never going to have another hit again. And if you're so blessed that you can tour and make money and be able to support your family off that shit, give the people what they want. Yeah. Just give the people what they want. I agree. So just, I, I, I've said that on pretty much every freaking podcast that we've had. had. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to continue to you say sure. this. That's our sign-off. That's our sign-off. Talking about Alabama. I mean, talking about... Uh, Survivor. Survivor. I have a tiger. They open and closed. And this was this concert was at Epcot Center. And the In the land of Disney. Oh, in the world of Disney, right? Yes, the world of Disney. In Florida. And Florida. Who, who you also saw a concert. I did see Florida, <laughs> which is really good. Maybe the best concert I've ever seen. <laughs> Worst no one has ever spoken before. Florida was my favorite concert. No one on the planet Earth has ever said that besides you. I think there's three people that say that. It was really good. It was phenomenal. I, I would see him again in an, in a moment. I don't think you have a chance. I don't think he's touring anymore because he can't make a he can't make any money tour. He might not be able to, but he would have my money. Oh my whistle, baby, whistle, baby, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> That, that's always good because that, that singer that, take you home and be a home run that was maybe the best song he sang that absolutely and he doesn't have much of a role I can take one verse he said one hook and they all know is I want to sit down the club with you The woman singer does take over that song. Yeah. Flo Rida's just in the background, yes. like he's just dancing. You can tell that he, he bought that song with the hook already in it. He probably had a verse by her, like, yeah, I'm taking her verse, put my verse in there. I'll pay you $10,000 for the next 10 years if I can take the song. That, that, if he was on that song, that song would have still been a hit. Because that hook, man. Yeah. She wants to shut down the club with me. <laughs> And when I at, when, when I was at that concert, like they does that, he goes, "We got any wild ones out there?" <laughs> That's what he asked. He asked so if there was any wild ones before they started the song. <laughs> no. Oh, well, I'll carry on then. <laughs> uh, did did like he also do um apple bottom jeans. Boost with the chirp. Yes, he did. Low, 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 low. That wasn't that great. I mean, because he's... It's just him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that no, great of a... The hook was T-Pain. Tallahassee Pain. Who had that song? Uh, Bartender. Well, he, he did the hook. He did Buy you a drink. I mean, it was just him and some... Ooh. He had another broad. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the main girl that did the Wild Ones song, but she was really good, too. Really? But, yeah, I mean, he did everything on that one. He, I mean, he's just <laughs> like, well, there's, I don't got anybody else to help me. 
as a youth, and then we'll close this out. But as a youth, when that song first came out, that that the Apple Bottom Jeans song, because Apple Bottom Jeans are, are that's a clothing brand that Nelly had for women who had big bottoms. But then when it said boots, boots with the fur, I thought he said boots with the chirp, like the boots cell phone, and they had the chirp back in the day. <laughs> I was like, what? And then, as we all know, boots is for people who are who aren't the most fiscally responsible. Why did he shout out girl with the boots with the chirp? He had low standards. <laughs> <laughs> Apple bottom jeans, boost with the turn. <laughs> like this dude has low fucking standards. <laughs> that throwaway phone. <laughs> that prepaid. <laughs> but alright, uh, so until next time when we talk about probably Rocky Four or some other shit. Uh we are out this bitch. <laughs>